You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye. This is how you make a comeback. Rajasthan completely outplayed Kolkata on all fronts as they won Thursday night's match by 9 wickets with 41 balls to spare. Records galore in the match as Yuzvendra Chahal became the league's highest wicket taker during his haul of 4 for 25 and Yashasvi Jaiswal smashed the tournament's fastest 50. With me of course is Ayaz Mamun. Ayaz five losses from six games coming into this match and the manner of victory today is like a war cry in the league right like rajasthan's ready for the business end i think you you've chosen the right word war cry because it was such a strong statement of intent by rajasthan you know they they they've had a really harrowing past 7 8 10 days uh, and i personally thought that they'd completely missed the bus uh, you know in the in this tournament having started so well and then they got into the slump but this is how they've come rolling back in batting first in bowling and then in batting and they've just exhibited why they are so highly regarded uh, and it, like you know so many people think that they are the fantastic team which they are but the consistency which wasn't there earlier just seemed to come back and when it came back it just couldn't have been better that is right i'm very excited about this result uh, i will come back to ayaz with some more questions let me just take you all through the scores Like I said, big records in both innings for Rajasthan is Yuzvendra Chahal became the highest wicket taker in the tournament's history with with his with his second wicket during his haul of four for twenty five after Sanju Samson won the toss at Eden Gardens and elected to bowl first. It was Trent Bolt though who gave Rajasthan a solid start, picking the wickets of Jason Roy and Gurbaz within five overs to reduce Kolkata to twenty nine for two in five four point one overs. Venkatesh Iyer though held fort and anchored the innings with his half. century even as chahal picked the wicket of nitish rana in the 11th over to get to his personal milestone 183rd indian t20 league wicket to break dwayne bravo's record his tally now is 187 wickets as kolkata were restricted to 149 for 8 in reply yashasvi jaiswal was the epitome of man with a plan smashing nitish rana for 26 runs in the first over he raced to his half century in just 13 deliveries and created a new tournament record for the fastest half century he remained unbeaten on 98 while josh butler did get run out for a duck skipper sanju samson though supported jaiswal from the other end till the rest of uh, till the end of the inning scoring an unbeaten 48 as rajasthan got the past the finish line in 13.1 overs ayaz mamun as always i'm going to start by asking you the player of the match today do, do you really need to ask <laughs> I mean, Yashasvi Jaiswal by Jaiswal by a country mile, you know. I mean, and this is a young man who's we've all talked about his, you know, the, the magnificent or the melodramatic story which has brought him where he is today. But every time you see him bat, every kind of you know, couple of matches more experience, you see him getting better and better. He's got a fantastic first class record. He's got a fantastic T20 like T20 record, India T20 league. and i think he is just waiting to be capped by india uh, i would have loved to see him in the world test championship uh, final team final, uh, you know squad but he's that's not that's not happened but even so i think he's someone who i think we'll hear a lot about in the future he's just he's just so good and he's so consistent 
and i think he makes it a point that whenever there are issues or questions raised about hey can he make it or not he comes up with a resounding reply yeah you know we were talking about him earlier in the season i mean he did start with a 60 but there were a couple of games where he fell on like i think he fell on a 1 and then got out on a 10 and we were talking about you know how rajasthan have always backed him i was actually reading reading faf to plessy's book and he's spoken he's written that about chennai's usp as well from his time he said you know the one thing in the team you always do when you played at chennai is you you will be backed and that's what we've seen with yashasvi over the years we know josh butler's always there i mean you know sanju samson they've always spoken about how he has that confidence how he's a great player that really goes a long way right i mean the confidence a man i mean a young man has to come out with on the field to be hitting fours and sixes off you know in just the first over says something about you know how much support he gets in the team well oh, absolutely without that backing you know all your talent may not come to much good if you have if you don't have that backing because you you, you do you do take risks you know you you take a chance especially in this format and sometimes it may not pay off and if you're going to be dumped after one failure or a couple of failures then you will not take those risks and you will not win those matches as he has been doing yashasvi jaiswal so i think you know full credit to the rajasthan team management for giving him that support and also for yashasvi for going out and vindicating their faith because it's a two way thing isn't it because if you get the faith if you get the support then you also have to deliver and he's been doing that very consistently and that's what i find quite remarkable because he's still a very young man 21 years old but the consistency with which he's been scoring runs and he seems to relish it he loves that you know the 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 adrenaline rush that you get when you're playing those big shots making those runs and winning matches for your team just want to also ask about yuzvendra chahal i mean his feat would have been the one most celebrated had yashasvi not gone and scored like a like crazy today but you know the highest wicket taker in the tournament's history 184 i think is what he broke the dwayne bravo's record with he's now at 187 do you, like i feel like yasha sorry yuzvendra chahal has this thing where he he doesn't take everything too seriously i think that works for him but do you in a way feel that also then translates to people not giving him the the accolades the the credit that he deserves i mean the guy right now is you know is the highest wicket taker in the season 21 wickets and i, I mean you i mean if it was somebody else you know i mean yeah yeah i know i know, I know what you are asking me mandrai you know he's a he's a bit of a blight spirit isn't he uh he he seems to enjoy his enjoy himself uh you know there are some stories swirling about him which which may not pass the canons of conservative you know behavior but having said that i think he is such great value for his team and not just for rajasthan even earlier when he's played for bangalore for many years he's been such great value he picks up wickets that's the most important thing if you're a bowler that you have to take wickets you're not just bowling defensively you're picking you're bowling to pick up wickets Four for twenty-nine, four for four for thirty, and you know he's he's picking up these three and four wicket hauls, which is not easy at all in the in the T20 format. This season he's done it a few times consistently. So I think that you know Yuzi Chahal has come back strongly. Uh, I would be very surprised if he's not in the India team. Certainly, maybe not in the Test team, but certainly in white ball cricket, and also making a very strong bid to being a, a certainty. in the ODI team when it you know we are not too far away from the world cup so this has been a great tournament for Yuzi Chahal that's true i just have to also ask about josh butler he's a complete favorite of mine but you know uh, he'd faced all of three deliveries when he got run out um 
it was yashasvi's call and i think joss didn't want the run at all but he made that quick very quick micro millisecond decision that you know what i know who's going to be who's sort of in form let me just take this run and see what happens and you know that sort of let yashasvi hang around and you know complete his innings today right yeah i mean look uh, it you know from the outside of course it looks very selfless and maybe it, even from the inside and why not because yashasvi is the guy in form but joss butler's collapse in form or lapse in form is is a matter of concern because Rajasthan are aiming to be in the playoffs and if they are there you know after this win they get stronger then they want Josh Butler to be in peak form he's is to my mind still amongst the top 3 batters in in the T20 format in the world so you know if you have somebody like him in the team you want him firing on all cylinders not you know looking hesitant and tentative and Uh, you know whatever else he's been looking like in the, in the past few few couple of weeks actually so why it's happened because he started so strongly but we've seen that in the past that the stellar performers strike form suddenly after a lull or a, or a low period and then after that it's very difficult to control them so rajasthan will be hoping that that's exactly what happens with joss butler uh want to also ask you with nitesh rana's decision to bowl himself in the first over i know they were sort of he was sort of going for the off spin option but that i mean you know he was hit for what three boundaries two sixes yashasvi hit him for 26 runs and that just sort sort of set the trend for the rest of the innings so i mean what what, what do you feel was like the reasoning behind you know i mean they used i think what seven bowlers today so i mean he could have gone with a lot anybody else Yeah, but I thought I thought he was you know he was trying to be a little clever. Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. I wouldn't you know frankly I wouldn't fault Nitish so much because that was the first over and you don't expect to be hit for twenty six, twenty seven in the first over itself. And off spinner bowling to a left hand batsman, it also puts a little pressure on the batsman. You have to give credit to Yashasvi for taking you know for taking such a heavy toll. Nitish uh, Rana. in hindsight when look back and say you know you might hit himself on the head and say i could have done things differently but he took a chance it didn't pay off and having done that i think what one must acknowledge is that it didn't stop there where rajasthan was concerned they just went from strength to strength to strength so it's not just that one over which caused the match but the next few overs which more or less sealed the match and then of course it ended very early with jaiswal getting 98 so unfortunate not to get 100 but what a magnificent knock that's true i just also want to talk about just how unforgiving sort of this points table is yesterday we saw delhi lose that game which means they're all but out after you know a little bit of a good run they had and you know it's been forgiving for a team like you can see it's been forgiving for a team like rajasthan that lost five of the last six matches but you know they win tonight and they you know they go to 12 point if uh, they go up to a third in the standings with 12 points from 12 matches it just goes to show that you know while this might be the business end the you know what you do in the start of the season really you know sort of gives you that little window to also just not be in form like rajasthan were right oh absolutely man i mean there's no you know you can't say that i will play catch up towards the end even if i start off badly or you know i flag a little in the middle i don't think that works uh, this is a very demanding competition 7 8 weeks of really intense competition and you have to be consistently good the teams which have been able to sustain their form over long periods yes of course there will be, there'll be defeats and there'll be setbacks but how soon you recover and how 
how effectively you, you evade or avoid those defeats which are avoidable. You know, I mean, look at Bangalore. Right now, when they'll be looking back at their points, they've got 10 points, but they could have had easily 16 points because they lost three matches, very close matches. So, these are things that teams have to bother about. These are things that teams have to bother about because you can't afford to relax at all. That's true. Speaking of not relaxing at all, Mumbai versus Gujarat at the Wankhede Stadium on Friday night. I don't know if you're going to be going for that one. But Gujarat, if they win this one, they pretty much qualify since they're already at 16 points. So they'll go up to 18, which sort of at this point looks like, you know, will be a comfortable spot for them to be in. Mumbai, though, are at 12 points from 11 matches, but they do have a, a net run rate in the negative because of some of the big defeats that they've had. So if for them, it is very important to either win big or just you know win out i mean yeah actually it's, it's important for them to just win right yeah yeah so first things first i will be at the one kid tomorrow mandra to watch the match mumbai versus gujarat gujarat is defending champions a formidable team mumbai are coming into their own they need rohit sharma to fire of course and i think they are a little weak in the bowling you know apart from Piyush chawla and maybe somebody else who holds puts up his hand but not a great bowling team Having said that, I think it's so important for both teams to win this match. If Mumbai wins this match, it's not just getting two more points and being virtually in the playoffs. I think then they become strong contenders to finish in the top two. And Gujarat, of course, if they win this, then I, in, by all by all you know calculations, in my mind, they'll be in the top two. So, very, very important match for both teams. And I think this is going to be a humdinger because Gujarat is a terrific team with Shubman Gill, Rashid Khan, Hardik Pandya, Mohammad Shami, and of course Mumbai. Rohit aside, I mean Rohit can come good and you know make make such a big difference. But Ishan Kishan and Sky, Surya Kumar Yadav, Tim David, Cameron Green. I mean this is a is going to be a classic contest. I think that is true. Let's just hope Rohit Sharma hates form. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be hoping for in that match. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Ayaz. Thank you, Mandra. We'll catch up tomorrow. Bye-bye. That was today's episode of the T20 Podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Prateek Lidhu and Anjali Palord. And a special thanks to our guest, Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quint's podcast. 